You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, so let's look towards today's slate on a Wednesday here on the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Let's start in Miami where we have the Heat squaring off with the Grizzlies. Miami laying three and a half, total 220 and a half. And speaking of uh, things kind of, t- kind of falling apart, that's been the case for the Grizzlies, at least when it comes mm-hmm. to the headlines. But I'll say this. Sometimes it's built into the number because as bad as the Grizzlies' last couple of weeks have seemed, it's been a Grizzlies team that's actually been covering. The Grizzlies 6-3 and three against the spread in their last nine games. So what's the takeaway for you, Jenks? This is a short number. Uh, it has mm-hmm. moved. The open was three. Now it's three and a half, four in some spots. Do you think Miami is the right side? Oh, man. This game is such a pass for me. Maybe, I guess. the only, Literally the only angle is the one you mentioned where the Grizzlies have done a nice job recently in covering the number. But man, overall, the Grizzlies are bad away from home. They're 12-21-1 against the number. That's fifth worst in the NBA. As we all know, Miami is the worst team in the NBA covering the number. 10-24-1 this season. I think what I might do like maybe I would look at the under because Memphis is the best under team in the league and that's at 220 and a half. But that number sort of reflects that. This is this is a difficult game to bet on. Probably a pass for me. I would shade to the under. That's about it. Yeah, uh, Memphis has definitely been an under team, like you said. Uh, last game against the, the Mavericks was 104 to 88. It should be noted that Kyrie Irving and... Um, Luka Doncic did not play, so that's probably the absence of scoring on the Dallas side of things. I don't know. I think I'm leaning towards the Grizzlies here. It's a tough sell, you know, without most of their star players. But still, this is a Miami team that has not been good at covering spreads. Even against Utah, a team that I'm not going to say they're tanky, but they're definitely using um, more guys in their rotation so some younger guys can get some good looks. They barely beat Utah, 119 to 115, did not cover the eight and a half point spread despite winning that game. And looking at Miami, they've only covered one game in their last five. So maybe this is a spot where you trust Memphis and kind of look at the numbers and say, hey, maybe these numbers are a little bit too big for a Memphis team that does have some depth, uh, but not a game that I am running to the window to bet on. Uh, next up, let's go to Cleveland, the Cavs and the Sixers squaring off. Not seeing a line for this one. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with uh, the Cavs, I believe, coming off a back-to-back. Jenks, is there anything you think people should know about this game uh, other than the lines? Because I'm not sure if we have any. It looks like it might be uh, Philadelphia minus two, over under 220 and a half. That's like the projected one. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I think I would I think I would honestly go with the Cavaliers on the money line at plus 110 just because yeah, the Cavaliers can win this thing outright. I know they played last night against Charlotte, but if you look at that game, they held out both Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen and they did that for a reason. They did that to get ready for this game because Cleveland is only three and a half games behind Philly in the Eastern Conference. So they can make up a game tonight if they win outright. So Cavaliers have won four or five. They rested their guys. They're great on their home court. I'll take the Cavaliers in the money line, a little plus money, plus 110. So what about the MVP angle? Because we were just talking about this with Nikola Jokic, with Giannis trying to put on a clinic as well. Uh, you know, a guy who's been making a charge is Joel Embiid. Do we think mm -hmm. this is a statement game for Joel Embiid, a guy that's really trying to make a case for himself with only a couple of weeks left in the season to win MVP? Yeah, I think it's going to be too little too late. It's not over, though. It, it, it's, it's, it, it maybe can be close just because things are setting up for maybe this to be potentially closer than I think we anticipated. Right now, Nikola Jokic is still minus money, but... The Nuggets have lost four straight, and Joel Embiid has been playing out of his mind. So there's a pathway for Embiid to get MVP. If he keeps playing like this, the Sixers keep winning, and somehow the somehow the Nuggets keep losing. But ultimately, you got two things to worry about here. Number one is Nikola Jokic at any time can put an end to this streak and start some sort of run of triple doubles. And then number two, Giannis is playing just out of his mind, and the Bucks keep winning. And if it gets close mm -hmm. to the end, I mean, the Bucks have won 21 of 23. And I know he hasn't played for all 21 of those wins, but he's been in there for the vast majority of those. If you're talking about most valuable player, and right now the Bucks just clinched a playoff spot, the first team in the NBA to hit 50 wins, watch out for Giannis too. It's going to be close. Right, and these lines have moved significantly. Uh, Jokic is now only minus 115 to win the MVP. That is uh, way down from minus 220 just a couple days ago. And uh, at one point, I think he was like minus 400. So it looks like the yeah. odds makers are taking note of this. Uh, Joel Embiid now plus 165 to win the MVP. And circling back to this Cavs game, mm -hmm. uh, last time around against the Cavs, Joel Embiid had a big one, uh, 29 points, 14 rebounds as the Sixers won that game 118 to 112. So I'm not sure if we have props on Joel Embiid, um, you know, this early in the morning, but this is a guy that's averaging 36 points in the month of March. My goodness, everybody's trying to make a case for himself. It's Joel Embiid trying to win the MVP. So uh, I think I would be taking the over on whatever his points prop is, even though I know it's probably going to be super high. Yeah. Uh, let's go on to the Kings and the Bulls. Total 238 and a half in this one. The Kings favored by one. The Kings have a pretty good against the spread record on the road this season, I believe. And I don't think the Bulls are really playing for much. Who do you like? I like Sacramento quite a bit here. And mm -hmm. this line opened with the Bulls laying a point and then all the money came in on Sacramento. So now the Kings are laying a point. They're minus 120 in the money line. And Look, this is the only team in the Western Conference with a winning record on the road, the only one. And now you talk about motivation and needing to get wins. I was talking about how Cleveland can make a move on the 76ers if they win tonight. Since the Nuggets have lost four straight, again, the Kings only five back of Denver. So the Kings can continue to make a run in the Western Conference if they win. They've also won 
eight out of 10 straight up. So either just lay the point Kings on the money line. I think Sacramento is the right call here. Like I said, they've been excellent on the road. Uh, yeah. 20 and 12 against the spread away this season. The Kings cash money uh, when playing away from Sacramento. Seven and three against the spread in their last 10 games. But I don't know what to expect from the Bulls here because this is a team that when they are at their best, you know, they can hang with anybody. But just like you said, the motivation is just not there. But if you look at the results, they do have a win over Denver in their last two games as nine-point underdogs, winning that one outright 117-96. to 96. And they do have a win over the hapless Rockets, 119-111. Uh, to 111. So the Bulls are kind of a wild card. But when you're talking about a, a, a spread this short, I think I will side with the Kings here, a team that's certainly yeah. playing for something and a team that's been cash money on the road. So we are shaking hands emoji there. All right, let's go to the big story. The L.A. Lakers making a push for the eight seed uh, in the Western Conference. And tonight, they're squaring off with the the Rockets. And the Lakers only laying two and a half here, total 230 and a half, because Anthony Davis is not going to play for the Lakers. Immediately, I kind of thought to myself, uh, what about an under here? Because Anthony Davis is great defensively. I know that. So you mm -hmm. take him out of the lineup and maybe there's more points because of it. But also he's been filling up the stat sheet for the Lakers as well. And God, it, it it's tough taking it under anybody facing the Rockets because their defense is so bad. So maybe there's a side that is a better play here. Do you like the Lakers? Uh, no, I, I hate this game. <laughs> like, like Lakers, Rockets, you're going to try to trust the Rockets? No, never. But also... Lakers are going to be exhausted. Again, AD is not playing. I I will say that Los Angeles is surprisingly pretty good on the back end of a back-to-back. -back. And and maybe you look I, – I would maybe look at the over just because the Rockets don't play defense and neither do the Lakers. But you make a good point. With AD out, will they really score enough? I just – I can't find an angle on this game I like. Maybe I look at the total, but I'm certainly not going to grab two points with the Rockets. Ultimately, I think based on the Lakers being better than I thought on back-to-back -back nights, I would probably just go Lakers minus two, but I'm not really interested in that without AD. I don't want to put money on it. Exactly. Mm -mm. Uh, let's go to the Celtics and the T-Wolves then. The Celtics really need to get something going because this Boston team has been on a skid lately. Two and four straight up in their last six games. They're laying four and a half here on the road uh, at Minnesota. Total 234 and a half. Do we think this is a get right spot for a Celtics team that straight up just needs to win games? Yeah, I think so. And they're too good for this to happen for too long, right? Now, I believe in some spots this opened with the Celtics laying three and a half, went to four and a half, at least based on their history. With the Timberwolves, they tend to play really, really well against Minnesota. They're 15-5-1 against the number in their last 21 meetings against the T-Wolves. And also, the Timberwolves are not great at home. They're 0-4 against the number in their last four. I do think, like you said, this is a good chance for Boston to get right. They're too good not to, so I'd lay it with Boston. I think that's the play if I had one in this one because at some point we're going to see a little bit more hunger from the Celtics because we were talking about it with the Nuggets. Sometimes I think these teams mm -hmm. in first place just put it in cruise control, and maybe that's been the problem for the Celtics. 
So maybe the cruise control is off and their foot is squarely on the gas pedal when facing the T-Wolves. Let's skip ahead because I want to get to this Clippers and uh, Warriors matchup. We all know the trend. The Warriors terrible on the road. Do we think the Warriors can get it going here or at least cover the two and a half point spread? No, I'm the Clippers tonight. I'm taking Clippers on the money line. I'll make it nice and easy. Warriors suck on the road. Yeah, they've won eight straight at home. They've lost eight straight on the road. They're seven and 26 against the number. Clippers are rested. PG's going to play. Kawhi Leonard's going to play. Clippers on the call. Yeah, I cannot trust the Golden State Warriors when they are playing away from home. The numbers just don't support it. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.